morning all this is rasul your host for this morning's encounter with the lord how are we all this morning good morning rasul good morning everyone good morning rasul we are good thank you and how are you doing today i'm good thank you thank you for asking good morning rasul good morning everyone good morning father Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a wonderful week gone by, for all the good things, for all the good times we have had, for the connection that we were able to establish with you, for the new things that you have taught us. We thank you, Father, for the peace, for the health, and for strength. We thank you for well-being. We thank you for safety. We thank you, Lord, for this new day today that marks a new week ahead of us. this new lease of time that you add to our destiny and we want to give back to you at the start of it of what you have given us with our own hands we give you lord the first fruits of our time of this day and this week ahead and all the challenges that it brings as well we lay before you lord to ask for your direction to direct our path we acknowledge your presence in everything that we do this week as we make a fresh start there We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to come and be with you, to talk to you, learn from you, hear from you, to receive from you in the Spirit. Most importantly, so that when we have tapped into your presence, our life can never be the same. It must change. And every time we encounter you, Lord, you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts, and we want to share that. with all those that are part of this meeting and this praying family with all those whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them with all those that are christians and have not yet encountered you and all those that have chosen to walk away from you we ask for a quickening in the spirit of all of these lord so that as they are quickened there is a transformation they cannot encounter you and then still remain the same so as we make our prayer this morning father we call on your name the name of our god our maker the one who is the lifter of men who blots out our transgressions and remembers our sins no more and we pray in the name of jesus the one who is our wonderful counselor the prince of peace through whom you have given us that peace the everlasting father he is called the door the sheep gate the bridge back to the father and in the name of his spirit the spirit of light and life the one who has made his tabernacle within our bodies so that this body can no longer be a body of sin but is transformed into being a temple where the father is worshiped and glorified is transformed into being the body of christ where it is no longer each of us but through the holy spirit it is christ who lives us lives in us we thank you lord for this life 
for the gift of family and friends. We thank you for your angels and destiny helpers. We thank you for your word that enriches our lives and through that word we are given and blessed with utterance. We thank you, Father, for the gift of prayer through which we can connect with you at any time and also throughout the day. All through the day and all through the night, we're able to speak to you, commune with you, to fellowship with you, so that we can also receive from you in the spirit. And you show us the deep and wonderful mysteries from the heart of the Father. Thank you, Jesus. And this morning, we reflect on the words that John spoke to his disciples in John 3, verse 27. When they came back to him to report about how Jesus' ministry was growing and that he was baptizing people. And they said, all men are being drawn towards him. There seemed to be an element of jealousy there because John was the one that was baptizing people up till then. And John answered and said, a man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Jesus had similar words to Pilate as well, Pontius Pilate, when he was questioning him. We see in John 19 verse 11, when Pilate said, do you not know that I have the power to crucify you or the power to release you? And Jesus said, you would have no power over me unless it had been given from above. The important point that John was trying to make here as well, and Jesus reiterated the same is, a man cannot receive anything except it, be, it has been given from above, from God. And what does this really imply, especially since a lot of people have wealth and assets and are not even believers? And the key word I'd like to highlight here is receive. There are two ways to gain. One is receiving from God, where it is by his will that we receive. And the other one is where we take it on our own. And that amounts to grabbing, which is outside the will of God. Where we are engrossed in all sorts of worldly pursuits. My car, my house, my business, my money. It's all a result of fleshly ambition, which may not be rooted in God's will. We may still achieve it. But the question of its longevity will always be there. For if it has been gained through sin, then we must remember that the wages of sin are death. That death in the spirit which can bring about consequences in the life as well. For the devil only comes to steal, kill and destroy. If it is not acquired through God and through sinful means, it has to come through him. It opens the door to the devil. Grabbing often comes out of the ambition and a greed to gain as well as pride. 
these are not from God. Proverbs 16 verse 9 says, The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Are we acknowledging him in that plan for him to be able to establish our steps? Or are we pushing on our own way without him? And when we push on our own way, then the Lord can't establish those steps because they are not directed by him. They are our own steps. He will respect our will. And so he steps aside and let us do it. Let us do it our way. The flesh will prosper, but not along with the spirit. And all that gain is merely in the flesh and moves us away from him in the spirit because it amounts to disobedience. It is not his will. If it is not his will, then it is disobedience. It moves us away from God in the spirit. Cuts us off from the source and from the supply. Now we have seen what happened to the prodigal son when he was cut off from the source, from the father. At first he seemed like he had everything and was enjoying himself. But we must always remember the devil only comes to steal, not to bless. In Luke 12 verse 32, Jesus said, Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. And in John 16, verse 24, he said, Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. John 10, 10 tells us he came to give us life in abundance. So the best of our life in abundance is available to us. The right choices in accordance with God's plan. Where in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he said, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. So thing, everything in accordance with that plan is available to us when we acknowledge him. That is Proverbs 3 verse 6. Whatever we choose of our own outside of his will can often end up in trouble due to limited judgment or discernment that might entirely be out of the flesh and an inability or a refusal to look at it from a spiritual angle as well. We know that the flesh lusts against the spirit. So anything born out of the flesh only will work in the opposite direction. The question here is, are you going to ask God to choose for you? knowing that he will carefully choose to avoid all pitfalls? Or are you going to rely on your own carnal sense? In every new opportunity or challenge that presents itself, this dilemma will always come up. Are we trusting on our own knowledge and understanding? Do we still think that we've got this? Even though it looks easy. Or are we willing or open to first offering it to God. Knowing that even the hidden pitfalls in something that appears pretty straightforward and easy are then brought to light. In 3 John 1, 2, John prayed that the people prosper and be in good health even as their soul prospers. That is, 
He wanted physical prosperity, not at the expense of suffering or sacrificing the soul, but both should prosper together. Then we are definitely within the will of God. That can only happen when we ask God to choose. So he chooses that which is beneficial to the spirit and the body, not just that which is beneficial to the body. Psalm 47 verse 4 says, He shall choose our inheritance for us. He gave the people of Israel their land. He didn't tell them to go look for it. He didn't ask them to choose. He chose it and said, I am going to give this to you for an inheritance. The best of the lands around available. And where required, he fought for them in battle as well. Can you imagine going out to a critical battle in your life and knowing that if he can fight for you, what would you do? Would you ask him to fight? Or would you go on your own? And yet when we go out for job interviews, career-defining moments, important business meetings that will change the course of our financial struggles, and our life ahead. Our exams that will make that will enable or empower us, qualify us to enter into a great opportunity for a successful career. At times when we're choosing life partners, when we are to make such important decisions, are we telling him, I can handle this, I've got this. I know what is to be done. Or are we willing to Involve him in that decision. Acknowledge his presence there and let him choose. If we want God's best to come into our lives, are we going to let him be involved in it? Or are we still going to say, I know. What does Jesus say of it? In John 10 verse 29, he said, what the Father has given me is greater than all. What the Father has given me is greater than all. So he acknowledged what the Father chose for him was best. He never wanted anything outside of God's will. Even if it meant suffering. He said, nevertheless, thy will be done. And in Romans 8 verse 17, it says, we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. So if Christ says God has given the best for him, we have that for our inheritance as well, the same best that was given to Christ. Are we open to tapping into that best of what is available to us? Are we willing to ask and receive from him what is our preference going to be? What is your preference going to be? Would you formulate your own plans or would you ask him, God, my father, what is it that is your good pleasure to give me? For your word says, it is the father's good pleasure to give us all good things. 
Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. That's all it takes. A man can receive nothing except it be given him from above. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that in every choice of life, we involve you in every decision that we make, in every choice that we make. We would like you to be with us and a partner in everything that we go through. In every day of our life, at work, at home, in our community, in our ministry. So that in everything, when we involve you and when we ask of you, we shall receive. Knowing that this is a father who will not give us a stone when we ask for bread. We approach with that mindset so that we do not depend on our limited carnal understanding. But you make us aware of all the plans of the enemy. Even in things that look pretty straightforward, a trap that lies before us. You reveal it to us. You make it known. You show us the way. And you bless us with good things. It is through you that the wealth of the Gentiles is brought to us. That is what your word tells us. Help us to understand that and renew our minds. Knowing and fully understanding that we must prosper in the spirit and in the flesh. Not one or the other. You want us to have that balanced life as well. So that when we receive in the flesh, it is not out of lust, it is not out of greed, and it is not at the cost of sacrificing our spirituality and our connection with you and all the values and the principles that you give us. But it is through your systems that you make available to us. We are able to receive that which will last, that which will not compromise our righteousness. We ask for that edification in our spirit. We ask for that growth, Father. We ask for your wisdom and understanding. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, for all the requests that have been mentioned on this group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, especially the COVID virus right now. We pray for all those that are in hospital, that will undergo surgeries. We pray for all families that are undergoing separation due to any kind of reasons. And we pray for every family that is part of this Brisbane prayer group and cover them as well by your precious blood, Lord. We pray for all those that have suicidal tendencies, all those that are contemplating an abortion, all those that are contemplating harming others out of pride or out of unforgiveness. 
out of a feeling of revenge. We pray for all those that are battling poverty and joblessness. All those that are battling all kinds of compulsive behaviors, including addictions, including fits of rage. We pray for all those that are victims of war, that are refugees. All those that are victims of violence and abuse. All those that are victims of bullying, of any kind, in the workplace, in the community. Victims of racism. We pray in a special way for all those that are celebrating their birthdays this day. That the year ahead brings your renewal and your transformation, Father. That every plan that they have for their life ahead is aligned with your kingdom values and principles. We pray for our own family members, those that are not yet saved, that have not yet received the gift of salvation and birth in the spirit, to see things from that new angle that you show us, from a life in the spirit, to rise above our carnality and our limitations. We pray for our own personal needs as well, those of our families. And we now connect with you in the Spirit, Father, to pray in the gift that you have given us, the gift of tongues. To pray for ourselves, to intercede for others. We thank you, Lord, that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release this, our faith, with our spoken word, you, O Holy Spirit, move and hover over that hopeless situation and give it life. Every dead bone situation is raised back to life. All you need is for words spoken in faith, just like Ezekiel did. And we offer ourselves our word, our tongue, and our faith this day. We thank you, Lord, that you intercede on our behalf and you pray with us now as well. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues, please unmute and join in. And those that are praying for the gift of tongues, to take that step of faith, release your tongue, start speaking a syllable and let the Holy Spirit take over. Make sure you are asking him with the right, intercession, right intention of intercession. It is not for, as a medal to put on our chest that we have this gift, but a gift is always meant for us to give out and to share for the greater good of others. Let us ask with that intention. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you,
This morning that the image that was given to me was God the Father giving each one of us an embrace. The words that were spoken was come back to the Father. The scripture I was given is 1 Corinthians 4, 15 to 17. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I urge you then, be imitators of me. Therefore, I send to you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ, 
as I teach them everywhere in every church. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart today was from 2 Timothy 1, 7-9. For the Spirit of God gave, gave us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, or me, of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel, by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Romans chapter 12, verses 20 and 21, where it is written, To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to spend time with you as we start our day and our work week ahead. We thank you that you go with us, that you will never leave us. Jesus, you said in Matthew 28 at the end that you will always be with us even until the end of time. You will never leave us. We thank you, Lord, that every time we ask you for your guidance, for your direction, and when we acknowledge you, you are there through your spirit, pointing the way ahead, convicting us in times where we could fall and directing us our path, advocating for us in the situations where we are out of our depths, where we have fallen short. Thank you, Lord. 
that you never leave us. Thank you for praying with us this morning. I'd like to thank everyone that was part of this prayer meeting. And if you are being blessed by these prayer sessions, please invite others to join our prayer group on Telegram as well. There are many others that have a need to post prayer requests that need people to pray for and with them. Please invite all those in your known circles, in your church communities, in your family and friend circles. Invite them to join our Telegram group so they can come and pray with us as well and be blessed. There are many that are hungry and there is no one to feed them. I'd like to invite you to be the one to share that opportunity to those. We have that link for them to join a Telegram group posted in the chat right now. Please copy and save that link and you can share that with them and invite them to come and join us. As a start, let them join us on the Friday evening Bible study and prayer sessions because that's where there is a mighty presence. Let them receive that at the start itself. And then they can join us at other sessions like the morning prayer session every morning and the rosary and divine mercy every evening as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, 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 Thank you,